One of the things that stops small business owners from creating marketing content consistently is this feeling of being uninspired, of having no idea what to say in the first place. If you can relate to this, you are in good company. So many of us struggle with knowing what our marketing content should actually be about. But I am here to help. I have come up with 100 prompts that you can use to guide your marketing from your social media posts to your emails to your longer form content. I guarantee that these prompts will get you inspired and that you'll have more ideas than you even know what to do with. You can download this list of 100 marketing prompts for free at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100 prompts. That's makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100-P-R-O-M-P-T-S. Welcome back to Making Good, the podcast for small businesses who want to make a big impact. I'm your host, Lauren Tilden, and this is episode 81. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about eight places to find your small business people, the other small business owners that will have your back and cheer you on along the way in your small business journey. But before we get started, a couple of things I wanted to chat about first. Number one, let's talk about content. One thing I hear over and over again is I can't figure out what to say in my marketing. If that sounds like you, I have an awesome workbook that will walk you through a process for generating a lot of content ideas your audience is guaranteed to love. To download that, head to makinggoodpodcast.com content. And number two, I invite you to join other values-driven small business owners for inspiration, accountability, and lots of business and marketing strategy. It all takes place in the free Facebook community for this podcast, the Good Business Community. The link will be in the show notes, or you can head to makinggoodpodcast.com slash community to be redirected. And finally, if you love this podcast, there are a few ways that you can help to spread the love. First, I would be so honored for you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher to help others find the podcast. And second, take a screenshot while you're listening and tag me on Instagram at Lauren Tilden. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-T-I-L-D-E-N. I would so love to connect with you and cheer you on. Okay, so let's get started with today's episode, all about my eight favorite places to find your small business friends. Here in the U.S., summer has wrapped up and we are squarely into fall. I live in Seattle, so this means the days are getting shorter, the sky is getting grayer, and the rain is starting to do its thing. Don't get me wrong, I love summer as much as the next person, but there's something really special for me about this time of year. It's the time of year of cozying up inside, indoor hobbies, and for me, doing a little bit of hustling to get prepared for the winter holidays where, as a product-based business owner, my sales are by far the highest they are all year. So this got me thinking about what I've been doing this time of year in some of my other jobs. In high school, when I worked at a home decor and craft store, This time of year, I would be setting up fake Christmas tree after fake Christmas tree and selling all manner of holiday home goodies. In college, when I spent many nights driving the van that took students around to different stops on campus, I'd be filling my mug with coffee and cranking up the heat in the car to keep warm. After college, when I worked part-time in an organic cafe, we'd be transitioning our menu from summer salads and ice drinks to hearty soups and warm teas. And in my years in corporate marketing, we'd be gearing up our final marketing pushes to try to end the year on a high note. At first glance, all of these different jobs don't have very much in common. 
But just a few months into my journey as a full-time small business owner back in 2017, I would have been able to tell you one critical thing that all of these jobs have in common, and that is people. Until I began working for and by myself as a small business owner running my stationery brand, Good Sheila, I had always been surrounded by people when I worked. I soon found that working for yourself, by yourself, all day long is lonely and isolating, and it can be really, really hard to stay motivated. For me, at least, I felt like there was no one around who got it, no one to commiserate with, no one to give me a pep talk when I was feeling down, no one to bounce ideas off of. But after several months of working in complete isolation, whether it was subconscious or conscious, I started making friends with other small business people and started to feel so much better. All of a sudden, I had people to check in with, friends who kept me accountable, people to bounce ideas around with when I needed another set of eyes. I do want to say that I'm fortunate enough to have really supportive, quote unquote, real life friends and family who I have, of course, consulted along the way and their support has been so important for me. But starting a small business is such a unique experience that you can really only understand if you've also been there yourself. I have my ups and I have my downs. And usually what makes things better when I'm feeling low is finding community with other small business people. Some of the things that finding community has done for me include learning from people who have skills and experiences that I don't, getting feedback when I really need it, collaborating with others, which often leads to real business results, introductions to even more new friends, a general sense of belonging, and some really, really incredible relationships. Hopefully you agree that these are all great outcomes to have and that small business community is something to go after. But the question is, how do we go about finding these small business friends and community? I know that it can feel intimidating. As an introvert, it definitely did for me. And I know I'm not alone in this because I hear from small business owners all the time that they don't know where to start when it comes to building a small business community. So in this episode, I want to talk about eight different places you can find small business community and friendship. You don't need to try all of these things, but hopefully as you listen, a couple of ideas will stand out as good places for you to start. Number one, Instagram and other social media platforms. When it comes to social media, I've come to believe that the magic word is intention. We all know that social media can be great for helping our businesses grow, and it can also suck away our time and leave us feeling things that aren't always so helpful. But by applying some intention, Social media can be a really special place to make connections and make friends, particularly for small business owners. What do I mean by intention? Well, before you open the app, let's say Instagram, for an example, have a reason for doing that. Why are you going on the app at that particular time? Are you going to leave some love for people you follow? Are you going to go out and find new people to cheer them on? Have a specific purpose for going on social media. And then I would suggest that you even set a timer so that you don't just get lost there. There's a quote I've heard that says, friendship isn't one big thing. It's a million little things. And that is so, so true when it comes to social media. Relationship building on social media happens over time. Every small gesture of support, kindness, and appreciation stand out and add up because not very many people do them. If you follow someone who you relate to, engage with them on their posts, share their posts, mention them on Instagram stories, and most powerfully, send them a thoughtful direct message to say what you appreciate or relate to. 
Sometimes these acts of kindness will simply make that person's day and that will be that. But oftentimes they go further. The person responds, they might follow you back or engage on your content. And little by little, a friendship will start to form. Number two, clubhouse or social audio. I absolutely love social audio. And for me, I specifically focus on Clubhouse, although there are other platforms as well. Clubhouse is a social media app where audio conversations are held. So think of it kind of like a conversational version of podcasting. For example, if I was talking to you right now on the app Clubhouse instead of through through podcasts, it would be live. You could raise your hand and I could bring you up to the quote unquote stage where you could join the conversation, ask questions, contribute to the topic overall. Generally, these conversations aren't recorded, so you kind of have to be there live to participate. And they are fantastic places to build community with other people who have businesses like yours. And this is because the human voice is so powerful. We can write amazing marketing copy for our Instagram or email list, but ultimately there's something so, so, so powerful about hearing someone's voice. I've met some incredible people on Clubhouse who I am so excited and happy to call my friends. Some of them you've already heard on this podcast. And the reason that we became friends so quickly is because having real conversations where you actually hear someone's voice is an immediate way to connect. Suggestion number three is a co-working or creative community space. First of all, I want to say that I take COVID-19 safety super seriously. So this suggestion might be one to table for when the pandemic has passed. This isn't a possibility for everyone, but if you're in a situation and a location where it might make sense, consider joining a co-working space or other creative space where you can physically do your work, at least sometimes, somewhere other than your own house. This could be a co-working space or a building with a lot of different artist studios or some other community networking space. It's hard not to make connections when you're physically in the same place with other people. Plus, many of these spaces have a calendar of events for networking and learning over breakfast, lunch, or after work, and those can also be great opportunities to build connections. Suggestion number four is content creation. I create a lot of content with and about other people. For this podcast, I interview guests and we all promote the episode together. For my product businesses, I feature a lot of other businesses that I love. I've done giveaways, joint Facebook Lives, guest lectures, etc. Every time that you create content with or about another small business owner, you're supporting them in a very real way, but you're also essentially collaborating. Many of the people who have been on this podcast, I didn't really know at all before I interviewed them, but now I have become friends with them after getting to know them better through our conversations. For most of us, we could probably come up with a way to jointly market our business and also support another business. Again, you could do a joint Facebook Live, a blog post featuring a specific business, podcast interview like I do, a giveaway that includes other businesses, etc. These are great opportunities to build relationships that often turn into friendships. Number five, friends of friends. If you like to get scrappy, this one is for you. One way to grow your creative community is to start with your existing network. If you have a friend who has mentioned another friend they have, for example, who is a creative small business owner, ask for an introduction. Or you could send an email out to 10 or 20 of your friends and family saying something simple like this. Hi, friend. I'm looking to get connected with other makers and small business people. Do you know anyone you could connect me with? It really can be that simple. And I think you'd be surprised by how well this can play out for you. When you're put in touch, simply set up a Zoom or phone call to get to know each other better. 
And then, of course, follow up. Suggestion number six is Facebook groups. There is a Facebook group for just about anything you can imagine. I am personally in Facebook groups related to my neighborhood, progressive politics, watercolor and calligraphy, body positivity, podcasting, houseplants, and even my local dog park. You can look for a few different types of Facebook groups. The first category would be any groups related to running a small business. The second would be groups related to whatever field your business is in. For example, if you're a jewelry designer, look for Facebook groups for jewelry makers. And the third category is Facebook groups for people who have businesses in your area. I have a free Facebook group that would fall into category number one that I would love for you to join if you're looking to build community. Head to makinggoodpodcast.com slash community. So after you've joined these groups, what do you do to actually make friends? Well, you need to participate, interact, ask questions, answer questions, and then take it to the next level and set up a conversation to go further. You could set up a quick Zoom or phone call to get to know each other better. At the end of the conversation, ask the person if there's anything you can do to support their business. A little thoughtfulness goes a long way. You can also just be super direct. Start a comment thread in a Facebook group saying something like, Hi, I'm a retail shop owner looking to expand my network. If you have a brick and mortar store and would be up for a chat, I would love to connect with you. Or if there are people in the group that you already know you would like to connect with, you can message them directly and simply ask to set up a call. There is actually going to be an episode coming out soon on Facebook groups, so stay tuned for that. Suggestion number seven is paid programs. I'm a big fan of investing in yourself as a business owner. Whenever I'm looking to purchase a course or make another investment in myself, I always look to see if there's a community element. These communities can be on Facebook, on Slack, or another private membership area altogether. But the great thing about paid programs is that because everyone involved has had to invest some of their money to be part of the program, the overall level of participation tends to be higher. People have skin in the game, so they want to get the most out of it. And this tends to make for an awesome place to make friends who have a similar mission that you do. My final suggestion number eight is in-person events. This is one of my favorite ways to make small business friends, although it is a bit tricky right now with COVID-19. But since COVID-19 hopefully won't last forever, I did want to include events in this roundup because this has been a big and super important one for me. I've met some of my closest small business friends at events. For me, this has often looked like craft shows. Sometimes the highlight of a craft show is the connections I make with other makers not necessarily the sales I earn. When you spend a full day or sometimes multiple days, you get many chances to chat, get to know people and start to build a relationship. I've also been to in-person events for personal development as a business owner. For example, I went to an in-person retreat for several days, all with people I'd never met before. And it was amazing how strong of connections I was able to build after just a few days spent together. Before we wrap up, I have two more things to say about the mindset that you approach making friends with. First, there is no right way to make friends, but one thing that I really believe will make it happen for you a lot faster is if you're willing to put yourself out there a little bit. This might mean reaching out to someone that you don't know and asking if they'd be up for a quick Zoom call to get to know each other. It might mean actively engaging with people online. It might mean approaching people in person to start up a conversation. These kinds of social interactions are uncomfortable for many of us, but sometimes the best things happen outside of our comfort zone. I highly recommend that you channel your inner first grader, the kid who would go up to someone on the playground and say, I like your shirt. Do you want to be my friend? 
My second piece of advice is to always remember the golden rule. Do for others what you would like for them to do for you. If it makes your day to receive snail mail, write a physical thank you note to someone you just met. If showing some love and shouting out your favorite business on social media feels good to you, go do that for someone else. So there are my eight places to meet your small business friends. What did I miss? I would love to hear your suggestions to add to this list. Tag me on Instagram and let me know at Lauren Tilden. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-T-I-L-D-E-N. You can find all of the notes from this episode at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 81. If you're interested in learning more about my small businesses, Good Sheila and Station 7, the links are in the show notes. Again, I would so love to have you in the Facebook community for this podcast. Head to makinggoodpodcast.com slash community to join. Thank you for being here and for focusing on making a difference with your small business. Talk to you next time.